Just as fruit has to be on a tree to grow and ripen into a wholesome product, so Christians must be joined with the body of Christ to mature and be able to spread the good news. Learn more next on The Believer's Voice of Victory. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Believer's Voice of Victory. Kelly's back with us today, and she's got some more good things about walking in love. Hallelujah. You know, faith works by love. And if you're not going to walk in love, your faith's not going to have any power to it. And I want power in my faith. In That's Jesus' name, hallelujah. So well, welcome, Kelly. We're glad to have you. Thank you, Mom. We look forward to hearing more word. Well, I've been, I enjoy, I love hearing you talk about the fruit of the Spirit because I've watched you develop it. Actually, let me rephrase. I've watched the Lord develop the fruit of the Spirit in you, develop himself in you to the point that it comes out as fruit. Praise God. Because fruit's not fruit unless it's out here. Unless it's on the tree. It's got to be on the tree. And, uh, you know, sometime in this week or next week, we'll start talking about the, the he is the vine. Amen. And we're the branch That's that right. bears the fruit. And it's his job to keep developing the fruit. But he keeps working with us, but we have to cooperate in that. That's true. <laughs> you do. know, we have to get in his presence. Yeah. We have to allow him to work on us. We have to allow him to judge us. You know, really judging ourselves is is not just hunting around in ourselves for something bad in us. It's listening to him say, you need to do something about that. It's easy to judge yourself when you listen to him say, that's not good. That's, that's not good for your life. It's that it's the fruit of his presence in us. As we walk in his presence, the fruit is, those things are fruit. Those things are harvest when we walk in his presence. You know, they're all in us, but just like a fruit tree. Yeah. I used to have this fruit tree. You may remember me telling the story, mom. I had this tree I planted. I planted a peach tree. I mean, I thought, surely there is some peach tree growingness in my genes somewhere. My mom was such a peach girl that she had a peach named after her when she yeah. was just a girl. And her father and her grandfather, they were all peach farmers, but apparently good peaches. something did not get passed down to me, I thought, because I planted this tree and no peaches, no peaches, no peaches, year after year, no peaches. I had one tree, I think it must have had the, I had three fruit trees, apple, what I thought was a pear and a peach tree. The reason I thought this pear was a, pe a pear tree is because the tag that was on it, it did come from a discount store, so you have to take that in mind. But this tag said it was a pear tree. But there was, I never, ever, ever in the years I lived in that house, I never <laughs> saw fruit of any kind. So I don't know if it was a pear tree. But I thought many times about that tree and I thought, how many Christians are supposed to bear some fruit? Well, yeah, that's true. But they don't. Maybe they're tagged wrong or maybe they're just not getting what they need to bear the fruit. Somebody told me that I think that particular kind of tree needed another kind of tree to uh, be able to bear fruit. It needed to have another tree to um, work with it. With the, I don't so know. you want, you got out of the peach. Business. I got out of the fruit business, um, but my pe my 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 pe peach tree took years to bear. Did but one actually... day it actually did. In fact, the problem was we'd always be out of town in the summer, 
the week that it would bear, but I would hear about the fruit from my neighbors, you know, or I'd have it all over my yard, you know, but it finally wow. did bear fruit. But it took years. And I was beginning to fruit? question if this was a really a peach tree. Huh? Does it still bear fruit? No, the people that bought the house cut it down. Oh, after all that. <laughs> after all that. <laughs> but you know, that's the way it is in our lives. The the peaches were in the fruit in the tree. They but it took it time to develop tree. as fruit. So, you know, the the spirit of the living God, Jesus himself is in us. Mm. And we can bear fruit, fruit, fruit. We can bear fruit quickly or not quickly or never. But it is according to where we position ourselves with Jesus to come into him as oneness, to out of the abundance of what's in your heart, the mouth speaks, but also out of the abundance of what you put your focus on. Remember the Bible says, if your eye is sound, your whole body is sound. Mm -hmm. If what you focus on is Jesus, then your whole self will exude his spirit, which is the fruit of the spirit. If your eyes are on the problems, if your eyes are on what somebody did to you, if all of the things that can steal your natural peace, if that's where your eyes are, then you're just going to keep going down that road and you're not going to have peace. But if your eyes are on the peace giver, he's in you. He's put those things in you. But if you have that oneness with him. We read first part of the week, we read Philippians 3, talked about in our, you know, when we're one with him, we have this explosive uh, expression of him and the life that's in us. And that is the fruit of the spirit, but it comes from that oneness with him. That's right. So we've really talked about you know, the fruit of the Spirit, but the fruit of the Spirit and how it relates to our time and our oneness with Him, um, that fruit should be showing in our lives. Well, I think that the the love of God is the first fruit. Mm -hmm. It's the big fruit. It's, it's the, big the big expression. Gun. And if you don't yield, and we know what the love of God is. We can find that in 1 Corinthians yeah. 13. And if we won't yield to love, then you needn't worry about the rest of the fruit because it all comes out of love. But love, peace, joy, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All those come out. If you don't have a love walk, you're not going to be patient. You're not going to be kind. So really, the, the tree is the love of God. It, it all comes out of the love. And you just can't do it apart from him. You can't love. I mean, no, even the natural love. We're talking about love, supernatural love. The natural love that people have is selfish. The definition of it is like self-gratifying, that erotic type of love that it's not even in the Bible. That kind of erotic, sensual love is selfish. Natural love is selfish. It's self-centered. Even, you know, moms feel like, you know, well, my mom love, I love my kids, thereby what I do for them is good because it came out of my love. Well, mom love can be very self-centered. You really can't love in the healthiest way without his love. But if you know him, that's what's in you. Yeah. Mom, I know, you, I believe you wanna read 1 Corinthians 13 and really kind of dig into love. Let me read a couple of scriptures okay. that describe to us what that is. Um, God is love. 
and this is reading now the Passion Translation, 1 John 4, 7 says, those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another. He is, and God is very patient. Very he is patient with us. Are so we, we should be patient with others. We don't not be here today. <laughs> and and we don't have to be patient with others on our own. We use his patience. The fruit of the it's spirit. in us. Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. That's an indicator that you're of God. The one who does you know what I read too, that word of in Rick Renner's Sparkling Gems that went out this, you know, uh, in June, he said that word of means alongside. That word, like we are of the Holy Spirit. We are of Jesus. He is right there alongside with us, but we're really the ones that have to pull up alongside him yeah, right. to walk in what's in us. That's We've cool. got to stop cuddling up to unforgiveness Cuddling up to, you have to offense, mm, you get hurt, of um, you know, cuddling up to sorrow, to grief. We've got to separate ourselves from cuddling up to that and just dig in to the Father That's and right. cuddle up with Jesus. Walk He's given us love. the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm a cuddler. I, I, I used to love it when Daddy would go out of town. I got to cuddle with my mom uh, when I was a little kid. Okay, I'll come over. <laughs> um, it says... Every, it says, the one who doesn't love has yet to really know God, for God is God love. Is There's love. always more to know. The light of God's love shined within us when he sent his matchless son into the world so that we might live through him. This is love. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love, not ours. So if you feel like, well, so-and-so doesn't love me, well, there you go. He loved you long before you loved him. That's the love we can operate with. Mm. It says he proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering and take away our sins. Delightfully loved ones, if he loved us with such tremendous love, then loving one another should be our way of life. Amen. He says um, in verse uh, 16, we have come into an intimate experience with God's love and we trust in the love he has for us. God is love. Those who are living in love are living in God and God lives through them. By living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us so that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment because all that Jesus now is, so are we in this world. It's just really harvest. It says it's been brought to full expression. It's like my petri eventually was brought to full expression. And that means fruit when it shows up out yeah. here. And that, that is his love. And, uh, you know, Rick Renner in his sparkling gems, when he talks about love, mom, he says that love um, that this that love it's it's the first fruit it's the one that everything else comes out of all of the other things are outcroppings of love patience is an outcropping of love peace mm -hmm. is an outcropping of love all of that so it's really in sense it says uh, the fruit it's not a fruit it's the fruit it encompasses all of them and I think the passion said it really well it says. Um, the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its various, expression, various expressions. Mm -hmm. 
This love is revealed through joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness on display, of life filled with virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and it, instead of saying self-control, it says strength of spirit. It says it is self-control, but it's not of yourself. It's control by the strength of your spirit instead of, uh, you know, just doing what your flesh wants to do. And I, and I love this. It says, when it talks about fruit, it says it could be translated harvest. And the reason he put joy that overflows, peace that subdues, is that all of these fruits have a literal expression, an activity, something that these fruits do, something that these fruits affect this outer life. That's why they're, that's why they're called fruit. And it's what's in you. And come out, they all come out of love. And I like what he says here. We have chosen to live in the surrendered freedom of yielding to the Holy Spirit. So the things that you might do, like it says, we may never be found dishonoring one another because we've forsaken all of that. We've forsaken jealousy that diminishes the value of others. We don't dishonor others because we've forsaken that way of life in order to live surrendered and yield to the fruit of what's in us. The Holy Spirit is the very expression of Jesus. We're going to talk about that. I don't know if we'll get to it this week or next, but we're going to talk about how Jesus gifted them with the Holy Spirit to be able to walk out the life yes, in him. Amen. That's right. He's still working it in us. That's what yes, he does. he's seated, but he put the Holy Spirit in us yeah. to continue to work out and to walk out and to develop himself in us. He didn't just go to heaven and leave us. He's in us in abundance. That's right. And that love is the fullest expression of who he is in us. That's right. Praise so everything God. starts with that love. Amen. Love is a Love is a fruit of a reborn human spirit. We've been reborn and our nature is to walk in love. But we can disregard that and go another way. But if we want the blessing, we'll do what he says and we'll love. Faith works by love. Mm -hmm. So you need faith to just get by. You need faith to just live out your life and fulfill your days. And faith works by love. So if you're not going to have love, your faith's going to not work. It'll just be, you'll just be a clanging symbol. What is it the scripture says? Uh, you'll just be a lot of noise, a clanging <laughs> symbol and something else that I don't recall right now. In other words, you'll just make a lot of noise, but that's it. So we walk by love. Everything works by love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. I don't know if I read this yesterday, but I'm going to read it just in case. Uh, the fruit the of spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's what the scripture calls the fruit of the spirit. Now, the first three, love, joy, peace, have to do with relation to God. They first regard nothing but God in our relation to him. Love, joy, and peace come from a good God, then flow to other people uh, through us, if we do it right, results of communion with God. They are the certain manifestations of a better life in the Spirit. A key thing is that faith 
works by love. If, you're, if your faith's not working, check your love life. And then Romans 5, 5 says, Love heads the list as the foundation and moving principle of all the rest of the fruit. It is the instinctive act of the higher life and is shed abroad in the heart by the Holy Spirit. So if we've been born again, it's in there. Uh, the uh, love binds other fruit, the love, joy, peace, all that comes out of love really with the help of love. Uh, love binds other fruit together in unity. Love, the scripture says, never fails. In other words, if you're in a, in a conflict with somebody and you yield to love, you'll not fail. Love never fails. But if you're in a conflict with somebody and you just want to fight and be in strife, strife is confusion in every evil work, the Bible says. So you get to pick. Am I going to be peaceful and love and forgive? Or am I going to be full of strife and bitterness and resentful? I'm going to walk in love. That's my, deci that's my decision. You know, love I think never people fails. think it's easier to just not walk in love. It's just hard to walk in love. But that's not the truth. Not in the long run, it's not. It's it doesn't not make life truth. easier. Mm -hmm. He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. God is love. Love springs from God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Love is manifest because of being born of God and knowing him. But for it to be manifest, you must spend time with him to know him. You know, you can be born again, not spend any time in the word, not spend any time fellowshipping with God in this word or in prayer. And you'll just live like everybody else lives. But if you'll get in the Word and you'll begin to act on that Word and, and your faith will begin to work by love, things will change in your life. My, I wouldn't go back to that old way of life. You mm -hmm. couldn't pay me enough money to be living out of love in, in the natural realm, just letting the devil beat you up? No, thank you. I mean, Satan would love to throw things at you to get you off track. Sure. I've had a lot Distract of things. You. I've had a lot of stuff, you know, come up in my life that I had to deal with. But I something, he, the, you know, the last major thing that I had to deal with, I really, Mom, I just... I don't know, I put myself in His presence at a new degree. I had this overwhelming urge to worship Him. I feel like that was just a gift of grace for me. Because yeah. I didn't know I wasn't worshiping, but when I real, when he put that on me, I realized, oh, there's such deeper place than I've ever been in, my, in worship. But mom, it so changed me that even though you may go through a hard place, not that he brings to hard places, but when you're lacking yeah, something, bring it brings you, you into a hard place or just, yeah, yeah life. You better... You know, don't judge people when life happens to them because life can be hard in ways. But even in those hard places, God will just take you to such a new place with Him if you scoot in close to Him instead of like we say, scoot yeah, up. You'll grow you can either scoot into the hardship or scoot into Him. And in the end, you won't even hardly, re you really can't even regret the hardship because where you went after it was so amazing. Now you can go there without a hardship. That would be the That's good and smart thing to do. But 
when you draw into him and worship, that was one ingredient I was missing. And when the Lord spoke to me, because we talked, we talked about when you walk, when you begin to walk in what's in you, when you begin to walk in oneness with him, not just trying to walk in the spirit as a rule, but walk in your oneness of him, the spirit, the fruit comes out. Mm -hmm. When you live like that and you pull into him, he starts telling you things that you're missing. He'll start diagnosing you just the way he did Martha, the way he did Peter, the way he did this person, that person in the Bible. And you'll begin to know things that you couldn't know except for by the spirit. So here's what he said. He talked to me about worship. He said, uh, you were raised in an atmosphere of faith, but not worship. And I was like, what? I mean, it's so hard to hear something about yourself, really. You want to resist, I worship. I mean, if somebody else had said that to me, in fact, I think my kids said, mom, there's more. I'm like, I worship. What are you talking about? Go away. <laughs> you know, your, kid, your grown kids try to help you so much. I know you've had that with me too. But anyway, you're like, thank you for the help, Kelly. Um, but I'm like, thank you, kids, for your help. I worship. But the Lord's like, no, there's more than you know. There's more there than you've known. He wasn't getting on to me at all. He was increasing me. And he diagnosed me as needing to worship more. And I, I began to hear it. And the minute I heard it, he just dumped it on me. At that point, it wasn't like I had to make myself worship. I just couldn't quit. Right. I worshiped in my bathroom. I worshiped in the bedroom. I worship in the backyard. I worship <laughs> without people around. Like it wasn't something relegated right. to church or something church. that I do because I'm on a stage and I go, I'm doing this for you in the audience. Just everything changed, Mom. But that opened the door for him to begin to talk to me about some things in my life that he wanted to redirect. That's what an easy thing to do. But it starts with that love. His love for us is so intense. It's yeah. in us. Yeah. Praise God. Uh-oh, we're almost out of time. Oh, how did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> Kelly and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.